The current spoiler warning level is, Citrine. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Citrine. We're here to talk about a machine from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed that uh, then gets some variants. And then we get another one in uh, Stargazer, which is, of course, uh, uh, OVA that the Great Gundam Project has not yet reached. Um, and its presence in there, I think, is significant enough to, to warrant a, an actual spoiler warning. I would actually... It's a cool surprise. Uh, what they do with it. So I would not listen past the the spoiler warning. I'll drop one at that time, so you know. Um, and that's it, because this episode got cut a little short, as you'll hear. Um, we'll be back with part two in the future, but until then, please enjoy the episode. Hello friends and folks and welcome back to Mechanista NG, your home for dudes what got wires instead of veins. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanlan Media. Uh, and I'm Dylan. <laughs> I was going to say something about Morvable Frame, but... Morvable? Yeah, hold on, let me uh, pull it up. Uh, specifically on the L-Gimes, they always spell Movable Frame wrong. Oh, I see. Well, whatever. Uh, I'll find it in a bit, but uh, until then, six. We You're rolled dice. very low key today, Dylan. Uh, fair enough. Oh, you ran out of power. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just shutting down slowly. Um, oh, right. Uh, I think the Real Robot Revolution kit is one that has that. So I'm looking at the box for that. Um, let's see. Where is it? That on the side of the box or something. Damn it! Damn it, Dalong! You don't have the all angles of the box. Six. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Haven't we done the goof? We've we've done the we've done the goof? Question mark. Have we not done the goof? I have. No, no, I we have, have done the goof because I explicitly remember getting mad about the goof heavy arms type on here. That was definitely not just. A conversation with you that was definitely a we did this okay. here so just another instance of me forgetting to make changes on the fucking document oh well fixing slowly um you know I'm, I'm doing fine um i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna be out of town starting uh saturday and i've got a, like i recorded a bunch of stuff in advance and also work it's a really busy time at work so it's just uh you know Doing a lot to try and get ready, keeping me busy, busier than I'd like to be, but it's it's tolerable. Yeah, well, many podcasts that you have to do in this time. Oh, here we go. Finally, sorry, six here. I'm linking you this. There you go. Movable flame actually is how they uh, do <laughs> movable frame on the all right R R R. It's funny because that's like a consistent misspelling across multiple things too, which is really funny. But yeah, I don't know. Huh, I don't looking, know where I'm they get the, at the yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering where they get the R in Morvable. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense looking at the, the like 
flame out of frame i understand i you know i understand how japanese works i get how that happens on accident i don't know how morphable happens at all no no anyway uh morphable frozen uh i'm gonna roll a die okay wait is this okay uh I'm realizing we're going to be using less die these days because early UC is down to one thing. So it's actually, I, I rolled a D6. I should have just rolled a D4, but I rolled the top result, which would be a four, which would be Cosmic Era. No. Okay, fine. We've we've had a couple of good uh, early UC weeks, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't usually hate Cosmic Era, but we we seem to be getting it a lot lately. Well, it's time to talk about something that, uh, you know, what's the number? Sometimes you just, uh, uh, MBF M1. Oh, is this the M1 Astray? Duh. This is the M1 Astray. Yeah, because it for, has M1. Yeah. <laughs> for, for reasons that don't make any sense to anyone, I added the Astray and also the Murasame. Um, what we actually rolled is the Murasame, but there's no reason you do that without talking about the regular Astray first. Yeah. So. And of course, we're not going to link into all the astray frames because all of those are far more exciting and would take a lot longer. Far more exciting. Gosh. Wow. You're. Yeah. Uh, let's listen, Dylan. Do you want to just? Do you want to just stop? If you, you can just go home. I can do this by myself. If you don't want to be here. No. What? I I want to be here. You just have had no enthusiasm this whole episode, and now you're talking about how unexciting this is going to be. It's okay. Uh, do you think the M1 astray is an exciting suit? I think it's fun. Okay. Uh, I just think of this as budget red frame is the problem. Well, the thing about the red frame is the red frame is so focused on a certain degree of absurdity in a way that the Astray is not. That's fair. I just mean in terms of, like, detail and stuff, too, is the thing. Sure, as far as, like, the, the base frame itself. You're not wrong. This is the Astray orange frame, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the first mass, I think this is the first mass production mobile suit that Orb makes, just because I assume Orb doesn't have prior mobile suits. Um, I mean, I guess technically I... there's the Astray, you know, various frames that are the prototypes, but I think this is their first, like, ah, we've made a mass production thing. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um... Honestly, if you said MBF, I wouldn't have gotten it because I always forget they start with MBF. Um, I it's I assumed Morgan it was going to be. A, What's I, the B? I don't know. Morgan Root Battle Frame. Maybe. I'm just I'm just I'm just fucking spitballing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it stands for something. This is seed we're talking about. So. Oh, I'm sorry. It's main battle figure, of course. Thanks, seed. Oh well, that. Mm. Sorry, I tried to make it make sense. Yeah. That was my bad. Uh, now you're not sounding very optimistic. I can be... I'm, I am I have passion. <laughs> the, as long as I have passion, it doesn't matter if the passion is positive or negative. <laughs> Alright, so going through the design real quick. Um, for the head, you've got a head that is, again, this is very similar to the Estrays. You get, like... A weird V-fin that doesn't have, like, a chest or a, a head gem, like, you know, a center gem. 
It's just kind of a V-fin at the end. Um, does have a more normal Mohawk camera, unlike a lot of the frames, which tend to have these, like, more flat, swept-back uh, head cameras. Um, this actually has a proper Gundam Mohawk camera. Um, on the sides of the head, you have these really, like, decently detailed, I'll say, actually, uh, like, vents on the sides of the head. Uh, they're in the same shape as, like, the various Astray uh, frames. Um, you've got, like... Basically, this little divot in the middle, which just, again, adds to it. It's it's not a bad look. Um, also, on the head, like, right above the vents, you do have some, like, black line detailing, though doesn't really, it doesn't look like a functional thing, just looks like, you know, detail. Um, it's interesting looking at this head, um, because obviously, like, you have you have two different timelines going on, right? Where like in universe, the the colored frames were developed first, but of course in the real world, they drew the M1 astray first, right? Uh, mm, I I so, even if you even if you're not sure, I'm going to say yes because look at the M1 astray's head, and then look at the red frame's head, which is just a more exaggerated version of the uh, M1. The astray. only reason I'm thinking about this is because remember when the red frame actually appears in the opening of Seed. But it only appears in Seed Remaster, where they added shit in. No. No, that's the opposite. Really? Yes, because it was planned to be in the show. Hmm. I'm pretty hmm. sure. I don't think it's in the remaster opening. Because it's not in the remaster. Remaster opening is where you add shit like the like uh, Perfect Strike and whatnot. Um, Wait, what? Where was it supposed to be? I mean, like, I I knew that it was supposed to be in, but like, where was it supposed to be in Seed? Who was supposed to pilot it? I have no clue. I have no clue about any of that stuff. Um, I just know that the red frame appears in uh the first opening. Actually, it's in the first Seed opening, uh, standard edition. Let me double check. Because I still have these saved. I haven't deleted Seed. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it, given that it's in the first opening also, that's kind of wild. But let me check its hmm. design. I'm curious if it looks like how, well, you know, the red frame does. Um, yeah, because, okay, because maybe maybe it's, like, it's art that looks more like this M1 Astray, and then they ended up redrawing it. Because the art that is on this, the, the main Astray art, uh, the main, like, red frame design is, like, a clearly more exaggerated, more, like, considered version of the of the original Astray. Yeah. Or the, the, or sorry, the, the mass production Astray. So, let's see. I'm, I'm, you can I'm see that it's, like... OP at four times speed right now. It's because I'm trying to figure out, where does it show up? V-fin's more defined. Those cheek vents are more dramatic the cheek plates are more dramatic like everything about it is just a more dramatic version which feels extremely like taking this idea and going further oh here it is that's so funny uh hold on so funny thing it is just the red frames design look at this huh yeah that's in the first op it's just it's in the frame after all the gundams are shown too like, where it, like, goes through the Aegis, then the, uh, Duel, then the Buster, then the Blitz. And then at the end, you get one, f like, two frames of this. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that's just a proper red frame as tray. Yeah. I mean, you still don't know what's going on in production. Oh yeah, right? no, but, but still, it's kind of wild weird. though. It's huh. it's always one of those weird things, and they edited it out out of the um, you know, it obviously it doesn't appear in the later ops. I'm just wondering. I I want to know what the role would have been like. It, would Low have been in the show? Because I feel like Low does not mesh with what Seed is. I I don't I feel like everything about about Lowe's story feels like it was invented for this side story. I feel like maybe it's like the M1 astrays were led by, you know, like the 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 most important Shrike-esque non-character oh, oh, or something. Oh, maybe Kigali would have actually gotten her own thing to do. That would have been cool if Kigali was was like head of the M1 astray squad. Yeah, I wonder if they were still always planning to die in the last episode because the last episode is so mean. And also, I mean, we know like we like they've said, you know, we've gotten we've gotten, you know, I think it was like the director or whatever, I don't remember who, but like, you know, someone in charge of, in, in charge of Seed was like, yeah, we wanted the the Rouge to be, you know, for Flay. God, right? Yep, yep, yep. That one interview. Uh remember Oh, I hate thinking about that. Or, or that's the same one where you have the whole flay as a human bomb thing, also. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, incredible. I mean, so yeah, you you get you. She would have gotten her in the in the rouge. Kigali, of course, like <laughs> the blonde haired, red eyed uh, <laughs> uh, Yamada Nadeshko, representative of Japanese values, would get her katana <laughs> one. <laughs> Look. Kigali, it, Orb is a weird place, okay? Orb is a very weird place. Um, anyway, back to the M1 Astray. Uh, you do have head Vulcans in the, uh, like, you know, like, all the fancy detailed lining on the head. There are, like, two little head Vulcans in there. Sorry, is Igelstalung. Uh, because this is Seed. Uh, and then the face is a pretty standard Gundam face, other than one element, which would be the chin. The chin is pointy. But, like, it's a two-vent Gundam face where you've got, you know, the red lining under the eyes, green eyes, um, nothing special going on there. Mm -hmm. uh, the torso is, you've got chest vents, uh, you've got, you know, exposed frame throughout, uh, and it's like, like you mentioned earlier, it's like this orangish red. It's not red. It's just a, this, I, I wouldn't say it's, I guess it's just a dark orange, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. sort of a burnt orange. Yeah. Burnt orange would be a good word for it. Um, but you have like exposed arm frame, uh, exposed, uh, joints where the shoulders are connected into, etc. Um, the torso You've got, you know, the two segments that you expect. You've got a cockpit hatch in the middle. Um, under the head, you've got, like, the collar area where you've got, like, the raised collar and then, like, the sun the sunken in area, which is also that frame color. Um, mm -hmm. For the shoulders, uh, you've got these, the same kind of shoulder armor as the Estrays as well, where it's, like, this sort of... You've, you've got, like, this L-shaped armor, basically, that covers the front of the shoulder and the top, but then the back is actually covered by, like, a frame piece. Um, which I've actually always liked the look of the shoulder armor. Um, for the bicep, uh, simple bicep, uh, you do have, like, uh, this 
polyhedral like muscle sticking out of the side like you know on the actual like arm shoulder uh Mm -hmm. but otherwise just a very simple you know upper arm joint uh simple middle of the arm joint as well uh then you've got the lower arm which is more exposed frame with a little bit of white armor on the back um believe those uh, it it looks fancy because i believe there's like a mount for the shield and all that um yeah that sounds right but yeah, uh, then you've got the skirts, which are very minimalistic. You've got like a really long crotch piece going straight down. Uh, the front skirts, though, are very small, just protecting the bare minimum of the waist. Uh, the side skirts are these long, oddly shaped side skirts. Uh, kind of almost like pill-shaped or capsule-shaped. Um, just a weird shape for the side skirts there. Uh, and then I can't see the rear skirt too well because of the backpack, but I believe, I'm just trying to look, I believe it's just like the two simple rear skirts as well. Uh, uh, for the leg armor, you actually have pretty decent legs, uh, mainly because like the upper thigh, you've got the front leg armor, which is visible white armor with the red frame in the, or the orange frame in the back that is, you know, decently visible. Uh, You've got the big knees, endemic of all the astrays, uh, just really big knees go up quite high. Um, you know, the armor on the leg is overall simple in design. You don't have anything like, you know, you don't, the most you have is on the back of the calves. There are some, like a a pair of thrusters on each leg, but otherwise nothing here really looks like function. It all looks like, you know, just armor basically. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got a little bit more orange frame on the front of the legs under the knees. Uh, The feet, also minimalistic armor overall. Just, you know, you've got like, again, armor made out of the frame basically on top of the foot and that's it. And the feet are really flat. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And then I guess technically you can kind of consider if you look at like the rear art and stuff like that little bit of white armor around the ankle ankle guards, but it's so, so minimalistic in terms of uh, design. Um, just the way it looks. Uh, finally, the backpack is, again, very reminiscent of, like, the Red Frames flight pack, but not as fancy, right? You've got, like, these two big upper swept thrusters. Uh, you've got... God damn it. <laughs> Why'd you send me that? It's just so mean. It is very mean. Uh, I, I sent Dylan the screenshot of Jury being killed in that in, mm-hmm. in the final episode. Yeah. Because they just kill off all three of them. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. Because they can't kill off anyone else on the hero side. But then just at that point, like, it doesn't add to the feeling of this being dangerous because these aren't characters you've invested in whatsoever. It just feels mean at that point just to have it be they're so good that no one dies. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree with you. It's just clearly the fucking but, uh, um, the writer and the director don't agree with you. Is the problem. We just we just really need this girl in glasses doing like a like a slasher film scream as she's murdered. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the backpack though, you've got the two top swept thruster back thrusters, which are pretty cool looking. Uh, you've got on the sides of the backpack, uh, the beam sabers though, I believe. Fuck. Oh, what? 
I just noticed something about what the astray. What? I'm jumping ahead. What? Dylan, what's their fucking flight pack called? Oh! Oh, yeah, the other sh uh, pack. Uh, the Shrike. Uh, funnily Fuck enough, those off. are actually from a future thing, but it would have been really funny if that- if the initial flight pack was called that. That's so fucking fucked! What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, anyway. <laughs> like, it's- it's- it- I don't know if it would be worse if you gave them those packs for the final episode where they all die, or the fact that you give it to the suit later as tribute to how in- like, ingloriously you just murdered these girls. It's so fucked! Yeah. Seed. Um. But, yeah. The beam sabers on these- I'm trying to see, are these still, like, the weirder, more flat beam sabers, kind of like- the uh astray red frames and all that i think it is let me double check though let me see i'm trying to um they they look a bit more like from the front they look like standard beam sabers but the rear shot is what's making me question it because the rear shot they look more flat uh, i think mm, they it's... made a model of this so i'm just gonna look at that yeah, unfortunately, it's hard to tell from the show because the art is so inconsistent. Yeah, well, in the front art, yeah, they just look like normal cylindrical beam sabers. Oh, right, it actually has a newer model, too, because it the M1 Astray didn't get a model until Seed Remaster. I forgot about that. I think these are just normal beam sabers. Um, I think these aren't the fun shape. Yeah, M1 Astray didn't get a model until 2012. That's so weird. Um... Uh, well, it got a model in 2004. It just was a no-grade. Oh, it got a no-grade. Uh, well, the high-grade is from... Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. God damn it, Dalong, have you really taken pictures in such a way that... Okay, no, here we go. Uh, Yeah, no, they're just regular beam sabers. Okay, that's just the back art looking weird as hell. Okay. Well, double dumbass on me. Um... The, uh, you have the two bolts in the middle of the backpack, again, reminiscent of, like, the way the Astray backpacks tend to look. Uh, mm -hmm. and then on the bottom side of the backpack, you have two thrusters that are just on the, you know, like, movable thrusters on the bottom. Uh, and the bottom thrusters look kind of like the, um, Isle Strike ones, and then they have a big swept, uh, a secondary, like, set of thrusters on the bottom of them. Uh, mm -hmm. cool-looking backpack overall. Uh, I believe it just is, again, a less detailed version of the Red Frames flight pack, but, um, <sighs> yes it is, because the Red Frames flight unit is very similar, just more detailed, beefier, and it has the wings on the side. Uh, actually, I'm wondering if the wings are plugged into where the, it looks almost like they're plugged into where the beam sabers would be, though, obviously, the beam sabers are a little too high up for that. It is funny to me, though, that they are just basically the same backpack, but one's just fancier. Uh, yeah, it does look like it would be a Switch there. You're right. Um, But yeah, uh, the Astrays. Uh, I wish these were shown being cool, but they kind of aren't. They're just... They're shown being fake Gundams. I guess they do, like... They're, they're not bad early on, but again, it's hard to, like, square with the last episode where you were just watching... Especially all three named characters who are piloting these die. 
And they don't, like, have noble deaths, really. I mean, they, of course, are, like, fighting the good fight, but, like, it's well, not like they're making heroic sacrifices. They just get fucking killed. Yeah, no, Jury and Asagi both get shot. The only one that's kind of cool is, um... Mayura, where her and the Gways, uh, like, stab each other at the same time, Oh, right, they trade, cool. yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool, but that's, that's about it. Um. But also, in, in this shot, it looks like she missed. Uh, I mean, no, she did, but she hit because they both explode. But I know they do, but look at where the beam saber is, and look at where the body is. She's- Yeah, I know. She, she fucking, like- They could have animated that- gold it. To look a little better, God. <laughs> They just get chumped. It's so, uh... It's... I feel like the problem with the Estrays is they're, like, they're trying to be too cool to be grunts, but they aren't cool enough to be actual Gundams, and so they're in this middle ground where that makes me like them less. I should be a fan of the Estray, but it's like... Well, yeah, like, I'm talking about these yeah. design elements, and I'm like, yeah, they're great. <laughs> I mean, if they were like, as like, if if the red frame was there, if they were like like fancy bodyguards for the red frame, then I would be way more on board. But just the context of them makes them seem dumb. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, uh, also, naturally, when they are equipped with the EF twenty four R Shrike pack, they are the Shrike astray. Yep. Which is or sorry, astray Shrike. I said that backwards. Uh, which that flight pack is literally just the original flight pack, but then they've added. Much like the red frames, they've added two wings to the side of them, that, but they have propellers on the wings. And the wings mm -hmm. can rotate. Yeah, they're like they're like VTOL-style propellers, right? What, what, there's a specific term for that. I, don't I think that's VTOL. Right I, I think that's VTOL. Well, VTOL's the thing, but it's not, like, that's the, VTOL's a flight method. It doesn't describe the technology. Anyway. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know the name of that. Rotating propellers. Um, but yeah, um... I, I feel the same way because I'm, like, going over the design, and I'm like, damn, this is kind of a cool Gundam. But, like, because of the context of the show... See, again, there's been a lot of times where I've liked the design in spite of how it gets shown or even being in a show. And I know a lot of people have trouble, like, squaring that sometimes. Like, some people really just want, you know... They don't like designs that aren't in a show because they're like, well, I didn't watch it do anything. And I get mm -hmm. it. I get it. I'm not like that normally. Somehow the M1 Astray, though, is one of those ones that I really wish I liked more, but because of how it is depicted in the show, I just don't like it at all. And it's like, oh. Because I, I went through those elements, and as I'm going through them, I'm like, that's pretty cool, that's pretty cool. And then I look at the whole thing, and I'm like, no. <laughs> um. Also, should note, uh, we've talked about this guy before, Jean Carey uh, has one, or Jean Carey, whatever has one of these, uh, because of course he does, because he has one mobile suit from every fucking faction. Uh, I believe we talked about his, was it his Jin, Or, w we talked about him a few weeks ago. I can't remember if it was Jin's or what. It must have been his Jin because we haven't talked about anything else he pilots. Yeah, okay. Couldn't remember. Uh, but, yeah, no, he's just, you know, the guy who gets to pilot one of each, and, you know, he, he has one of these too. Uh, though his is more of a silver frame no gray frame i guess um yeah i don't know the m1 is is not that exciting again it's a gundam it does the basic gundam things uh sorry i didn't even go through its armaments okay uh it has a the ego stalung it has the type 70 beam saber oh type 
Right, because Orb is Japan, so mm-hmm. I yeah. understand yeah. now why they're named this way. Uh, oh, yeah. Type 70 Beam Saber, uh, which are just the Beam Sabers on the backpack. Um, type 71 Beam Rifle. Uh, it's it, it it's apparently about the same strength as the Strikes Beam Rifle. It has a shield with anti-beam coating. Uh, it is the same shield used by the Strike and Duel, which is to say the same goddamn anti-beam shield that if you've played, like, Gundam, uh, like, you know, Gundam Breaker, you'll notice you have, like, ten anti-beam shields, and they all look the same, just different colors, because Seed loves the shield design. And it's not even a bad shield design, it's just one of those things where it's funny to me, though, that every single mobile suit has these, from, like, every nation. Mm -hmm. Um, it can be equipped with the anti-ship swords that are pretty similar to the ones that, uh, are used by the um, IWSP pack. Incidentally, uh, when I was looking at the model kit, this is what I was thrown off by. Uh, I assumed that Dalong only had pictures with these. Uh, Also, (laughs) terribly for the era that the kit came out in, uh, because it's like, well, we're releasing these to fit in with the old model line. When they released uh, these fucking... uh, 20 what was it 2011 or 2012 kits 2012 yeah yeah they uh they still have these molded in all white the iwsp swords which is really funny to me yeah it's disappointing i I, you know uh oh when it's wearing these things it is almost cool i love i love anti-ship swords i see no wait no that's not an old one never mind i was thinking oh because it looked like it had a runner switch so my brain was like oh maybe it uh has a thing going on where, you know, it just is using the old IWSP swords. But, no. Oh! Okay, no, I'm wrong. Uh, these... Let me show this. Uh, these are supposed to look that plain, because I guess these are just white. Oh, but with the orange bit... Well, the okay, orange bit did, is nicer. This, that's that's just Dalong not doing stickers. Um, yeah. But the orange... With the orange bit, I actually think those swords look really cool. Yeah. Again, they, they, they do look pretty similar to the Strike IWSP ones, too, so... They're fine. Um, also, uh... Oh, this is funny. Okay. We're gonna talk about this weapon later, uh, because it's actually for a variant. It just got used in Build Fighters by a normal one, because mm-hmm. they do that. Um, and then we already talked about the Shrike pack. The EF-24R yep. Shrike. Um... So, okay. There I, are... I will note real quick. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, a Stray Shrike is technically a future Gundam thing. You're, if you think I'm spoiler warning the fact that it gets a propeller, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, there is a variant from Seed MSV. Uh, it mm-hmm. is the M1A Astray. Um, which changes actually looking at it a decent bit. Um, so gonna pull up the comparison because i don't want to go over the whole thing again okay so one huge v-fin massive v-fin on this guy uh not just an art style thing it just has a big v-fin um other thing uh the frame color is changed to blue and you have a lot more blue basically over this whole thing uh another change is actually the chin uh it is kind of like a chin strap almost because it has like as the blockier, more Gundam chin, 
But then, like, the chin goes all the way around the face at the bottom. You can see, like, it has two parts coming off of the chin that are going around. So it almost has, like, a whole guard going on. Okay, so throughout this process, I've been seeing screenshots from Mobile Suit Gundam Seed Neverending Tomorrow, which is a Seed game. But I've been scrolling through the gallery so fast, and that sounds so much like one of the many, like, fucking unrememberable titles of an episode that I've just been assuming it was an episode of Gundam Seed. No. And seeing this and thinking it's from the anime, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't remember this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Neverending like, Tomorrow um... is the really bad PS2 game because they basically took the engine from Encounters in Space and pared it down is what it feels mm. like. It's not very good. Um... Uh, for the listener, the the picture that I sent Dylan from Never Ending Tomorrow is the astray blue frame with a beam saber outstretched, but posed in front of it is a guy who I assume is the pilot, shirtless, doing a like a you know martial arts pose. Yes, because he is Barry Ho, nicknamed the God of Fist. He is Goddamn an, right, he's a ho. He is an Put atheist, and the word godless is, godless is painted on his M1 astray, or sorry, his M1A astray. <laughs> So is he, like, the biggest loser? Uh, let's see. Uh. It, it's just like. He is extremely shy with women. That's all I have for you. Shut up. That's all I Stop have Stop talking. You. That's all no, I have. No, Dylan, shut up. Talk about the M1A astray. Don't tell me about whatever the hell. Um. So. Other changes. The torso is actually, I, yeah, it's exactly the same. Uh, the shoulders are slightly different. Uh, you have some additional. I don't know if those are holes to make this faster or those are verniers. <laughs> because there's no room for propellant here. Right? Not that I can tell. Uh, no, these are enhanced verniers, apparently. Uh, okay. I mean, it has it has tanks on it has a tank on the back. Maybe there are like lines to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just they're very thin. <laughs> um, the rest of the arms are actually the same design. Uh, the waist is the same design. Uh, let me see the legs. The legs are a different design. Um, you have well verniers on the fronts and sides of the legs now. Uh, that go more up the knee. Mm -hmm. uh, feet are the same feet design. Uh, now I'm going to look at the rear shot because I'm sure there's some changes there. You didn't mention the propellant tank on the backpack. It has like just this big tank set in the middle of the backpack. Uh, and then larger thrusters on the back of the legs. Instead of having the two small ones, it just has one big one on the back of the calf. It also has one right above the ankle. So, more verniers there. And that's basically... Okay, yep, yeah, that's it um, for the changes. So, according to the wiki, because I don't have an extensive personal knowledge of seed MSV, um, the main difference is that the M1A has a greatly simplified lake structure that can only support the MS's own weight, which improves its AMBAC capability by 30%. What does it mean by only support the MS's own weight? Could, were the Astrays made to carry other mobile suits? I'm confused by that 
wording. What I'm assuming is that, I mean, the M, the M1 astray is based on the, you know, red and blue and gold, all those frame astrays, right? Yeah. And those are built to be able to have various packs loaded on. Right. The And, the and you know, the M1 astray can load the Shrike. Um, I think the M1A is like, listen, packs aren't what we're about. Let's take out that, let's give improvements that will also take away that functionality because it doesn't matter. Fair enough, yeah. It also mentions, yeah, the maneuverability has been enhanced, uh, mounting additional verniers throughout the body as an additional propellant and cooler tank. Uh, and finally, the antenna are enlarged for better communication. So this is one of those cases where the V-fin is actually a functional thing rather than just a decoration thing. Um, mm-hmm. Fair enough. Due to their coloring, they're often mistaken for the astray blue frame. Uh, I'm assuming that's an in-universe detail, given that that's just located here. Yeah, um, must be. So, uh, the main difference on the weapons, you still have the Egelstalung, you still have the Type 70 Beam Saber. You have the Type 71-44 Improved Beam Sniper, which is a sniper rifle with high-precision sensors and an aiming rectification... Aiming rectification system to compensate for the deviation caused by the Earth's magnetic field. Uh, it is accurate up to 400 kilometers. So pretty long you know, range. It makes sense to have a system to account for magnetic field deviation for a long range beam weapon. I approve. Yeah. 400 kilometers is a very long distance. Yeah. Uh, I think, I bet, it seems like it's probably more accurate than any pilot would be so except for of course kira yamato space jesus never misses a shot you know? they just give kira one of these and they don't even deploy him on the battlefield and just everyone's <laughs> weapons are mysteriously blowing up and all their arms and legs <sighs> oh i didn't realize this but this is actually developed into an issue oh, yeah. i do like uh, uh and then bit. that's a bit and then that's developed into a lot of things we're gonna be here a while oh god yeah um so this is developed into the UT-1D Civilian Astray DSSD Custom. Uh, this is a suit appearing in Seed Stargazer. We are, f- uh, quite frankly, at this point, I believe we are just going to be in spoiler territory for the rest of the show, so... Uh, All right, dropping drop in the notice. And after this point, we're going to be talking about an M1 Astray variant from Stargazer, and uh, also some Stargazer based variants so uh spoiler warning time yep for both sea destiny stargazer that's basically it because it's just those two okay so the civilian astray uh has a few more changes than you would expect um so first things first the head incredible head because what they've done is they've given it a helmet uh, they've given an astray head a, a helmet, and I fucking love this. Uh, it, so it's it's kind of more like the pro, like the you know normal astray frame. So there's no but there's no V fin. It has like you know a flat triangular point on the head on the top, uh, mm-hmm. which leads into the camera, which reminds me a lot more of the older uh, well the good astrays. Uh, we'll say. Um, the he- head on the back has a little antenna and you have 
red lining around the bottom of this like top of the head area uh side of the head you have even more helmet going on including like an area going around the chin and then inset in this helmet is a little gundam face that you can still see you can still see the eyes but the most of the face is covered by a black visor. I love this. I love this look a lot, actually. It I, looks really sick. Yeah. I think this is really cool. This is a cool version of a Gundam head. Making it look like it's wearing like a normal suit is a very inspired touch. There yeah. is a little bit of a gap at the bottom of the visor for, yeah, for the reasons chin. I you know, just, I guess, sure. The chin is already protected. It's fine. The chin's clearly a guard. Um, yeah. This is really funny, too, because here's the thing. You can tell from this line art, this is drawn by the guy who drew, like, the red frame and blue frame and stuff. This is Junichi Akutsu. Uh, mm -hmm. Much more detailed line art. Especially when you get to things like the torso, where you have way more... Like, you have the arm frame still exposed there, but it's just got a way cooler look to it. Because on the old M1 Astray, it's basically just a cube of, like, you know, like a little block of armor. Uh, whereas here, it's like this cool, like almost muscular kind of shape uh, going into the shoulders. Um, the chest vents are changed a little. They're just very simple chest vents, like, you know, very small, just little slits. Uh, still red on the inside, though. Um, got a cockpit hatch, and you've got the, again, very muscular torso. Very reminiscent of the uh, the red frame and stuff, like where you've got like the two sections this guy can do ab crunches um i like this a lot uh the arms are actually more armored than a normal astray funnily enough uh you have shoulder armor on the front and back and then like a little side vernier kind of similar to like it reminds me a little bit of like the gundam mark ii style of like you know shoulder vernier going on here mm, um sure also, a very ball-like shoulder, actually, interestingly. And then you still got, like, the upper arm is still overall pretty simple, and you've got, like, the little bulge on the side. Um, lower arm's also pretty simple overall. Like, you've got a bit of an elbow hexagon, uh, like a skewed hexagon there. Uh, but mm -hmm. otherwise, just very square arms. Simple, but, you know, they work. Uh, I do like the little line going down the sides of the wrists as well on the... Outsides of the wrist, you can see it on the uh, left arm there. You know, a little bit on the right arm. Um, these skirts are still pretty simple. Um, you know, singular metal crotch piece with a little plate on top. Uh, you've got very small front skirts. Uh, the side skirts are still weirdly shaped, but instead of being sideways, they are now swept downward. Which I think makes more sense than just the really weird wide ones. Because these are like, you know protecting the sides of the leg a bit more um whereas the other one like sweeps so far back that it would actually hit the armor if you technically missed the astray and shot under its backpack <laughs> um yeah guess so the rear skirts are also very similar to like more like the red frame where you've got like these like hexagonal rear skirts um the legs are very beefy um they're cool they're continuing the, the trend that we already had on the M1A where you've got, like, the, you know, like, big uh, piece of frame color uh, going down the middle. But now instead of it just being on the lower leg, it's down the whole leg. Um, yeah, compared to every other Astray, it's honestly very, like, I, I like the way, like, the, the colored frame legs look. But they're very, like, greebly and they're very, like, like 
armor over complicated underframe, whereas this is a very sleek looking pant. Yeah. Yeah, these basically look like cool pants. Um, got these weird black panels, and at first I was thinking, oh, those are thrusters, but if you look at them from the front, you can see the one on the left leg actually has shine to it, so I think these are actually, like, some kind of, like, sensors or something. Yeah, I would guess so. Um, as you go down the leg, though, lots of neat little details, like, you know, the leg sits very flush when standing, but you can see where the bend would happen, um... And you've got, like, just nice little details down the leg. You've got, like, this little, um, like, uh, gray piece wrapped around, uh, on the back of the leg. You've still got, like, these little ankle thrusters. Uh, the feet are a bit more normal looking than the M1 Estrays. Like, they are, uh, taller. They have more of a pronounced ankle guard. These look more like normal Gundam feet with some fancy details because Junichi Akutsu is doing fancy detailing. Uh, mm-hmm. finally the backpack which i really like this backpack design you've got like two little like pods on the sides that are like little you know movable vernier pods um and then let me see you've got like a tail almost sticking down off the back of the backpack which i really like and you got this really weird middle piece like between the two binders that almost looks like a weird rocket is in the middle I'm trying to see yeah, what I'm that trying looks to yeah, on it's, the it's model, hard because t- this actually got a model. Yeah, from from art of it, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on there. Um, Very complex backpack. We'll see. Okay, looking at it from behind, it it is literally what it looks like. It sort of is. It's it's on. It's attached to the back, and it binds the wings together. Yeah, just weird looking in the middle because instead of it just being a binder, though, there's like uh, it looks like there's a rocket in the middle. <laughs> um. I mean, I, th- I think even on the model kit, it looks pretty strange. I don't understand. Yeah, it. no, that is what it looks like on the model kit, huh? Maybe that's just, like, a weirdly shaped propellant tank. Maybe. Maybe. Because it doesn't have, like, a thruster or anything on it, so... No. Um, looks cool. <laughs> I like how yeah. this looks. Um, so yeah, the Civilian Astray DSSD Custom. This shows up near the... This is used by the Deep Space Survey... And development organization, hence DSSD. Uh, and it was developed by the Junk Guild and some engineers from Morgan wrote. Which would extra- explain why it has some of the prototype Astray uh, details more so than the M1 Astray details. Um, yeah, this is a cool suit. Um, these are used near the end of uh, Stargazer. Uh, the final episode, uh, because DSSD is being attacked, and so this is what they are using to defend themselves, um, are these cool astrays. Um, they are being attacked by, I believe it's, I have to remember the name, I think it's Blue Cosmos, the, the people who hate coordinators. Phantom Pain. Oh no, Phantom Pain, which I believe is a subsidiary of Blue Cosmos. Wholly owned subsidiary, of course, LLC. But yeah, um, it's a pretty cool suit. Yeah, um, yeah. I do like it quite a bit. Um, oh, uh, it actually has... That's an electromagnetic propulsion system at the center back. It's actually a prototype of the uh, Votier Lumiere that the Stargazer and other suits use. Uh, so it's basically like a weird fuelless propulsion. Huh. Um yeah, it seems like, judging by what it says here, like it is, it is, uh, you know, a predecessor to the, the Voltaire Lumiere, but it 
is very low power. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, this doesn't pollute, yeah. and it'll technically get you somewhere eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, its weapons are... does have a laser torch, which you can use for self-defense, but this is actually more for work purposes, because again... The DSSD is also building a lot of things in space, and they are using these as workers. Also, um, despite the name, it is a beam. Yeah, it does look like a beam. Then, of course, they also have the beam pistols themselves, which uh, focus more on a rate of fire rather than effective range or power. One of its shots can still destroy an MS, though, so at that point, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then it also has a uh, shield. Uh, the shield is a... Kind of cool design. Um, it's just a very simple shield. Uh, here, I'll link you to the uh, one on the kit since I think there's an easy picture of it here. Oh, I guess you see it there. It's just like an all-white shield that just has a cool point at the end. It does mention that the point is sharp enough that it could probably be used to um, as a weapon in close combat, so that makes sense. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yep. Has a specialized sensor unit. Uh High precision sensor. Oh, that's why it's protected is because it's actually a stronger sensor. Right. Because, duh, they need that because, again, they're doing deep space preparation and stuff. So it makes sense that they would want that. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, we talked about the hybrid propulsion system in the in the center back. Um, just them trying to uh, clean up their carbon footprint in space. Um, if I was in a build show, I would consider using one of these as a base for my my custom yeah it's no it's cool. great uh there's also the leon graves custom which i like even more because it's the same thing but pink uh which looks great imo it does look good it does look good i was i was on the fence before i clicked i was like oh no this is good um nope. it has a better pistol uh it does uh it also actually has a model kit too uh oh, really well the model kit does a fun thing because we're going to talk about how this gets developed into some stuff uh, ironically, it's not the first one we're going to talk about, but we'll talk about the, this one first, because uh, it's first on the list. There's the MWF JG-73 Civilian Astray JG Custom. Uh, this is from Delta Astray. Um, what the fuck is wrong with this mobile suit? It looks like, overall, a similar design. Uh, the main parts that change are just the backpack and the chest. And the head doesn't have the protection anymore why the, is the head huge what on the civilian stray jg yeah look at the head to chest ratio there the head is about the same size as the chest yeah i think that it's just um i think that's just junichi akutsu drawing at a weird angle because you can see it's also like if you compare it to the dssd like the dssd the camera is lower and then this one the quote-unquote camera is higher as in, like, the, you know, perspective we're looking at the mobile suit from. Um, You're sure. It looks fucked up. The chest, though, has uh, what looks to be an extra sensor on it. Um, oh, God, this has a bunch of variants, too. I didn't even realize how yeah. how deep this was going. Um, you can see the extra chest sensor, though. Otherwise, this is basically identical to the design. The only other change is the backpack. I'm trying to look at a... We don't have a rear shot? Oh, no. Uh, luckily... The reference page at the bottom has a rear shot. So, okay, it is using the um, it is using just the standard astray backpack. Okay, like the prototype astray backpack, which means it gets the cooler beam sabers. Hooray! Yeah, the flat beam sabers. 
Oh, also, that means I didn't realize this. That tail is just a tail. I assumed it was at the bottom of the backpack. No, that's just a tail that the civilian estrays have, mm-hmm. which makes it cooler to me, actually. I like that. Um, yeah, uh, it's still, it looks better with the visor, obviously, because the visor makes up a big part of it. Uh, this gets developed into a couple of things, oh god. So, the first one would be the, luckily this is going to be a quick one, the Gundam Astray Violence Geist. Known as the, also known as the Fake Red, it is piloted by an imposter of low. It is a civilian machine modified with replica parts of the red frame, blue frame, second L, and gold frame Amatsumina sold by the Junk Guild. They have the look of their real-life counterparts, but not the power or abilities. Uh, How is this going to be quick? How are you going to describe what you're looking at quickly? uh, Because I'm going to tell the audience to look at a model. Um, (laughs) Because, okay, so... Quick rundown, it has the red dragon's head, but because it doesn't have the real red dragon head, it looks like it has some extra spikes to make it look like it has the flames going that the red dragon head has. The left arm is like the binders from the gold frame Amatsu, uh, or Amatsumina, uh, but, uh, you know, slapped as shoulder armor with some extra parts in the middle, like a bunch of extra shoulder armors like that are linked on top of each other. Um, the right arm has the, what looks like a modified Kaletvilch, or however the hell you say that thing, its name, Kaletvich, Vilch, um, the, um, the right arm is just a bunch of bullshit strapped to the arm, I can't even see what it is from this picture. you can definitely tell that it has two blades on subarms. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look at the legs, it has pretty standard astray legs up until you get to the knives that he has installed as a heel and as s- side of the feet armor that I presume can spin. Oh, this turns into a T-Rex. Okay. I see. I don't yeah, know if you saw this. this is a damn mess. Did you see this at the bottom? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this yeah. motherfucker turns into a T-Rex. I was about to say, this reminds me of a Zoid. And now I see why it does because it, it, it is. Um. Yeah. yeah it's no. Black dragon mode. The worst part is this isn't even a good MS from what we know. Because all of its parts don't actually work as good. Uh, as they should because they're just replica parts. So it has armaments, the drag arms, which are part of a dragon. Sorry, I said T Rex. It's a dragon. Um. They also have a beam saber inside of them, too, uh, as well as, like, the physical blades. Uh, the Geist Blinker, which is a large sword com- combined out of parts of a tactical arms replica as well as a Kalat Vilch. Uh, that's the tail when it's in Black Dragon mode. So, that's the parts, like, in the middle of the, uh, of the, of the gold frame parts there. The Geist Blades, which are the daggers stored on the right shoulder. They are handheld in MS mode and are the hands in Black Dragon mode. And Geist Claws on the heels. Anyway, uh, it, it has poor machine balance and was defeated because of this. The pilot was admonished by Lo and became a reformed mobile suit fan, naming his Violence Geist the Astray Geist. Okay, that's a very Astray thing to have happen. Um... It's also from late stage astray, so no one cares. Uh, 
All right, folks. Well, Dylan is in luck because for the first time ever, I have to call an audible. I think that's I think that's the thing you say, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to stop the episode here because I am having a particular physical issue that means I can't talk much more. Oh no, I'm sorry. It's okay. So I get this thing happens, uh, complications of, of my medical condition. Sometimes I get potassium deficiency and what will happen when I start talking right now, I'm, I'm holding my, my jaw. So this doesn't happen is basically the, the jaw muscles will sort of pop out of alignment, right? Yeah. And yes, cramp I- like crazy. Yeah, I've had this happen before because of potassium deficiency, so... Um, so I can't... I, can't, I, I yeah, probably no, shouldn't... Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> I probably should stop. You're good. Uh, folks, I'm assuming we will have a break, maybe? And we will finish recording this later? I, w- I mean, this has to go up tomorrow, so... Um, we'll right. just We'll just publish this and we'll do a part two later. Yeah, we'll do a part two, because, yeah, this would be a long one, so... All right. Yeah. Sorry, folks, but thank you for listening. Uh, we'll get back at it in part two next week, or whenever we record it. We'll see. Obviously, yep. not next week because vacation. But yeah. Anyway, see you later, folks. Peace. Peace. Yeah, shit happens. She's the